Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. I hope you guys are having an amazing Friday. My hair is super ridiculously frizzy right now. That is okay. This is what happens every morning. It That's the, the beauty and the curse of having long hair, right? If any of you have long hair, you understand this is, this is a reality. I've learned to kind of live with it. So hope you can deal with my frizzy hair. I totally can. If you can't, that sucks. Maybe we'll catch you on the next live. Um, I wanted to hop on and sort of continue the conversation that we were having yesterday about consistency versus capacity in your business and honoring both, right? I want to continue that conversation with you today and kind of talk about this idea of this phrase that I sometimes use myself in my content and that I've heard a lot of other people say, which is some version of do what feels good in your business, right? The intention is in your business. So do what feels good, find what feels good to you. And I think that sometimes we misinterpret this phase, this phrase, this phase, this phrase. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about the difference between doing something that feels good to you and using that as an excuse to avoid doing anything hard, right? I think this is a really important distinction to chat about. So that's why I want to chat about it with you today. But before we do that, as always, hello, if you're new here, if you're not new here, whether you're, you've been here before, hello, regardless, my name is Preeti. I'm a business strategist and success coach. And in a nutshell, I help people grow profitable online businesses that they love. My belief is that it's your business and you get to grow it your way. And more than that, business is about being profitable, right? But it's also about having a level of purpose in your life and in your business. It's about creating an impact for people. It's about creating an impact in your personal life, right? I think that business is a tool that can unlock a lot of possibilities in our life. So my pride and joy is helping clients do exactly that, is build businesses their way that they love that also bring in the income and impact that they are craving. So that is more about me. I would love to hear more about you as always. So pop something down in the comments below and say hi. And now let's talk about this phrase, right? Do what feels good. So like I said, I use this phrase a lot because this concept is actually very important to me. This concept of doing things in your business that are in alignment with you. And when I say that, what I mean is they kind of work with your natural strengths and the natural way that you do things and the natural way that your brain works and all that kind of stuff, right? So I'll give you an example. I think this really shows up in marketing. I'm always telling my clients 
that when you're marketing your business, you have to market, right? You have to show up and find people and connect with people and build relationships and do all of that if you want to get conversions and sales and if you want clients, right? You can't avoid marketing your business. You can't avoid connecting with people. That being said, there are an infinite number of ways that you can connect with people and market your business. And so I am always telling clients that, look, we have to show up and execute, right? But how we show up and execute is entirely up to us. If you love doing live video, amazing. That could be the central focus of your marketing strategy, right? And we can really lean into live video and make it work for you. If you don't like doing live video, if you don't like doing reels, if you want to do uh, only static posts, right? Or you love carousel posts or something like that, that's fine, we can do that, right? So. I always use this phrase, do what feels good, when I'm talking to my own clients because I think it's really, really important to be intentional about how we are growing our businesses from what we're offering to what we're selling, to what we're um, marketing, to how we're marketing, to how we're selling to people, right? I think it's really important that in these areas of our business, we are considering what actually feels good to us, right? One of my core beliefs is also I don't know about you, but for me personally, and for a lot of clients that I work with, one of the big reasons we are in business for ourselves, right, is that we don't want to go out and work for somebody else. We don't want to have somebody else telling us what to do. We don't want to have our freedoms limited because we are not the ones in control of our day-to-day, -day, right? Freedom is one of the big reasons that we started a business. And to me, a big part of that freedom is being able to make decisions like how I want to market, what I want to sell, right? What I actually want to offer to people and all those types of things, how I show up. It's being able to make that decision. That is ultimate freedom for me, right? Having that level of like, yeah, I get to decide. Nobody is telling me what to do, right? So in that way, I think it's really important to find what feels good to you in your strategy and in your actions, because if you don't, if you continue doing things that you hate, and I'm talking about like if you hate one-on-one, -on -one, right? And you are selling one-on-one, -on -one, well, eventually you're probably gonna get to the place where you resent your business a little bit because you hate doing one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe you resent your clients because you hate doing one-on-one. -on -one. Or maybe the other thing happens where you don't resent your clients, but now you're not getting any because you're selling something that you don't actually believe in and that you don't actually want people to buy. So you're not getting sales as a result of that, right? We don't really want that to happen. So that's where, for me personally, it's really important to find things that feel good to you because I don't want you to resent your business. I don't want you to get to the place where you're like, I hate this, I don't wanna get up and do it. Every single day of the week, like I dread getting up to my business, right? That is not the place that we want to be in. So for that reason, I think it's very important to look at, okay, what feels good to me? It's important to do a gut check, right? Like when I'm thinking about launching a new offer, okay, how do I actually feel about this offer? Why am I launching this offer? Am I launching this online course because I want to launch this online course because I am super excited about getting the content out there to teach this course and connecting with people? Or am I launching this online course because my previous coach told me that the only way I was gonna be able to grow is if I had a course and had passive revenue coming in, right? There's a difference between the two. There's a difference in when you're listening to other people's 
uh, judgments and intuition and trusting those versus trusting your own. And that's really what the important principle is here about this phrase, do what feels good, right? It's really about listening to yourself and honoring yourself and trusting yourself above trusting other people. So something I also like to tell my clients is, look, when we are in coaching calls together, I'm going to help you figure out what you want to sell, how you're going to market, like all those questions. But if I make a suggestion and I'm like, oh yeah, maybe let's do a, I don't know, like a live webinar or something, and that doesn't feel good to you, you have to speak up and you get to say, no, I don't really like that plan. Let's think about something else, right? The method, the how it happens isn't super important. It's what is actually happening, right? So as long as you're showing up in marketing, as long as you're showing up and actually selling things and having an offer to sell, it doesn't actually matter how you achieve that thing, right? Which means we have all the flexibility in the world to achieve it the way that we want to achieve it. So that's the first part of this kind of discussion that I want to um, want to say to you. I think it, the phrase, find what feels good to you, for me personally, it's about freedom. It's about expressing yourself in the way that feels good to you. It's about um, stretching yourself but honoring your capacity. And it's about, you know, finding your way to do business in a way that lights you up, in a way that gets you excited, in a way that has you wanting to come back for more. It's about trusting yourself and trusting your intuition, right? That's what I mean, at least, when I say find what feels good, whether to you guys or to any of my clients. Now, there's a caveat here, and this is where I want to switch the conversation because I think sometimes people use this phrase, find what feels good, as a crutch. And what I mean by that is, I've definitely had clients before who start using this phrase, like they get super into this idea of like, oh, I don't have to do anything if it doesn't feel good to me. And then they get to the place where they're almost not showing up at all. Like not not even just like once a week, a couple times a month, the kind of thing. Like they're like just not showing up, right? And this is where I think we, we have to really make the distinction between finding what feels good to you and doing things in your business that are going to drive results that may not feel good 100% of the time. There is a difference, right? As I just said, when I'm talking about find what feels good to you, that's really a strategy thing. That's really an underlying principle of make sure what you're doing is in alignment with not only what you want, what goals you're trying to achieve, but it's also in alignment with your strengths, right? With your way of doing things, your flow. Because when your strategy actually feels good to you and it's actually in alignment with you, there's a higher likelihood that you're going to get up and execute on a regular basis, right? When you feel really good about, like Instagram lives are actually, or um, social media, Facebook lives are a great example. It's so easy for me to like have a thought about like, oh, I want to talk about this and then go live and talk about it immediately, right? I know for some people that's insane. They're like, how do you just go live? I want to talk. I want to have a plan. I need to write a bullet list, like all that kind of stuff. That is not how I work. I feel really comfortable just like speaking (laughs) what's on my mind, right? So that's why for so long, lives have been a really, really big part of my strategy. And I know that they work for me because so many clients who book calls with me, discovery calls with me before they become clients, 
are like, yeah, I've been watching your live videos for weeks, right? So I know that it works for me and I like doing live videos, which means it's that much easier for me to show up and do them, right? Now, I don't like, I'm trying to think of as an example, um, Facebook groups. I actually really hate Facebook groups personally as, as somebody who wants to, to as if I was managing a Facebook group, I would hate it, right? I don't hate being in other people's groups. Um, so in my first year of business, I started a Facebook group because I thought that that's what I had to do. And I quickly resented it and I quickly stopped showing up because I fucking hated it, right? And I did not want to show up and add people to the group. I did not want to show up and grow the group at all or post content in the group. I didn't want to do any of that. So I wasn't showing up. The group didn't grow. And then I ended up closing it, right? So that is, again, this, 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 ugh, this distinction is very, very important that you can find what feels good to you in a strategy, in your actions. You can find what feels in alignment to you. But that does not mean that you can or necessarily should avoid doing anything at all in your business that feels hard. Because spoiler alert, business is hard. I know that there are people, there are coaches on the internet who are going to be like, no, it's not. How dare you say that? Business is super easy. That's their prerogative. In my prerogative, business is hard, right? Notice I did not say impossible, right? Business is hard. The reality is, if it was super easy, if it was super easy to show up, put a couple posts on the internet, and make a fuck ton of money, I guarantee you more people in the world would be running businesses and doing that and making money, right? And you know what? If you want to be a scammer and you want to just show up and get money and leave, like you can probably do that. But we're talking about long-term sustainable businesses. I'm talking about a business that's going to be here in five years, in 10 years, maybe in 20 years, right? We're talking about long-term sustainability and profitability here. When you have a business, it's not just about growing it to a certain income level or certain number of clients or whatever. It's also about maintaining and sustaining that growth. It's also about managing the business, right? And this is the part that it's really hilarious that so many of us forget because online, in the online space, we see all day long people being like, oh, well, you know, you should... Um, you should do this to grow your business. You should do this to market. You should do this to scale. You should do this to make more money. All of the t all day long, we're seeing people talk about growing your business and making more money and getting to that point, right? Getting bigger and bigger. But not many people focus on what happens after that, though. What happens after you have that 100K launch? Like, okay, now you have to serve those clients that signed up, right? Now you have to handle the day-to-day -day operations of your business. If you have a team, even if you just have a VA, let's say, you have to show up and be there for that VA, even if she's doing, she or he is doing the bulk of the work for you, right? She, he, or they, I should say. Um, so... The thing is that business is hard, right? There are going to be things that happen in your business that are going to challenge you, period. You can't avoid it. I hate to tell you this. I actually don't really hate to tell you this. I'm happy to tell you this because I want you to have a realistic view of what it's gonna take to build your business, right? The reality is you are going to have to do challenging things. And sometimes those things are not going to feel good to you. But 
if you want to move forward, if you want to get the results that you want, or even if you don't want to get results, but you're, you want to navigate that period of your business and make it through okay at the end, you are going to have to do challenging things, right? Some examples are, there's this misconception, like I said, that people have of like, the six figure dream is a real big thing. And people have this misconception that like, oh, well, once I get to six figures, right, arbitrary number, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to have clients constantly coming in, my business is going to be booked out, and I'm just never going to have problems again. It's going to be super easy, right? And this always makes me laugh because that's not how it works. The reality is, at the beginning of your business, when you're in that zero to to six figure mark, zero to 100K, what's more than likely happening is you have a cash flow problem, right? So you're probably in a position where you are not quite getting clients consistently, you don't have a full pipeline, you're problem, right? Now, once you're past that point though, once you are bringing in consistent cash and you have clients on a regular basis, oh, okay, I disconnected for a second. But once you are at that point where you have a full pipeline, right, then this is where, um, this is where you have more of a capacity. Okay, I'm back again. I keep disconnecting. I'm gonna wrap up this live because my internet seems to be like crapping out. Um, so what I was just saying is you have more, and I keep disconnecting. Oh my gosh, I keep disconnecting. People have this misconception that you can just hire a team. Hold on, actually, let me see if I can. No, I can't. Damn. Damn it. I was going to try to turn off my Wi-Fi on my phone to see if I could do 3G, but that's okay. You're going to have to deal with clients who maybe want a refund, who maybe drop their payments and stop paying, right? Who ghost you. I've definitely had to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with refunds or ghosting. You're going to have to deal with difficult clients maybe, right? There are things that will happen in your business that are not going to feel good to you, that you're actually going to hate and you're going to be like, this feels really hard. This feels really challenging. This is awful. But that doesn't mean that you can use, well, this doesn't feel good, so I'm just not going to do it as an excuse, right? When you are finding what feels good to you so that you can show up and it's easier to show up, that's where the magic happens, right? But when you're using find what feels good to you as an excuse to not show up, to not do the thing, that's when we have an issue, right? And this is often where I see the disconnect, where people think like, okay, well, this doesn't feel good to me. Like having a client, I'm having a client who's giving me a difficult time and this relationship is really tense. This doesn't feel good to me, so I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just gonna stop responding to her messages and ghost her, right? No, that's not how it works. You have to show up and communicate to your client. You can't just ghost them, right? You have to communicate and have the hard conversations. So this is what it's really important to remember. I'm going to wrap up the live because my, my um, Wi-Fi keeps crapping out for some reason. But what I really want you to understand and take away is this concept, right? It is important to find what feels good to you in your business. It is important to navigate finding things that are aligned with you so that it's easier for you to show up and execute on them, right? But that being said, you are gonna have to do hard things in your business. You are gonna have moments where it doesn't feel good, where it's not the thing that you wanna be doing, right? But part of being a business owner is learning how to navigate both of these sort of paradoxes. It's finding what feels good to you while also doing the things that feel a little hard and feel a little uncomfortable and maybe don't feel super good to you, right? That is a dance of being a business owner. And like I said, that's where the doing what feels good piece can really be helpful because when you are, excuse me, when you are um, 
in that place where things are difficult, things are challenging, you're coming up against obstacles or challenges in your business. Oh my God, I hope I don't have the hiccups. I hate that. Um, When you come up against challenges in your business, when you've built your business around things that do feel good to you, it's going to be easier to deal with. I promise I've seen it happen and I've had it personally happen to me. I've seen it happen with clients. When your marketing strategy feels aligned with you, when the offer that you're selling is what you want to be selling, when you actually love most of the clients that you are enrolling instead of enrolling people just because you need the money and who aren't really a good fit, right? When you're very intentional about your business, when you are intentional about finding what feels good to you, that makes it so much easier to deal with the moments when shit hits the literal fan and you're like scrambling to try to navigate it and figuring out and put out fires, right? That is your job as a business owner. It's finding the fire or it's um, finding what feels good to you and putting out the fires, right? It's not either or. We can't just say, well, this doesn't feel good, so I'm not going to do it. Because if you continue to do that, first of all, you may not have a business for really long. Because if every day you get up and you're like, nah, I don't really feel like marketing today, that can turn into six days and three weeks and three months and so on and so on, right? And we don't want that to happen. Um, at all but we also want to make sure that we are primed for those moments where it is going to be more challenging and more difficult because when we are primed for those moments when we understand that both of these things are a part of being an entrepreneur again that's when we're able to move forward a lot faster right when you're sitting here telling yourself I don't have to do anything that doesn't feel good to me and my business is gonna feel good 100% of the time or it's not right or it's not working that's when you run into problems right because like I said, like if, if a client decides to refund, you can either be like, oh, this doesn't feel good to me, so I don't want to deal with it. And also this doesn't feel good, period. So maybe I shouldn't be working with clients, right? You can use it as an excuse of why things are not working, of why it should not be happening for you, of etc. Why you don't need to show up. Or you can say, mm, okay, this is an uncomfortable thing. I'm going to find a way to make this uncomfortable thing feel good to me. So I can still do the uncomfortable thing, but do it in a way that works, right? That is the magic sauce. So I hope that was helpful for you. Uh, before I hop off, I'm going to pop a thing down in the uh, little little box. What is it called? In the comments. In the little box down below in the comments. If you would like to book a free 30-minute business bottleneck audit with me, if you want to know what's going on in your business, right? What is the bottleneck keeping you from having more clients and more sales come into the door? Then go ahead and book that free call. I will pop the link down below. I'm going to go drink some chai because I need to decongest my nose up here because I've been sniffling all this whole time. So I'm going to go drink some chai and enjoy the rest of my day. Remember, find what feels good, but also it's okay to push your limits and stretch your capacity. And not everything is going to feel good in your business. So keep that in mind. I'm going to go hop off. I thank you for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Breathy podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that 
that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode and I can't wait to see you in the next one.